0: Ever notice a set of doors on either side of Juno's Telephone Hill? There's one behind the Transit Center, the other one's next to the parking garage at 2nd and Main. I've wondered what they are. Do they connect? I'm Jacob Resnick. This is Curious Juno. City Manager Roy Watt graciously unlocks the set of doors that cover exposed rock next to the Transit Center parking garage.
1: Welcome to uh, a little-known but infamous piece of our transportation infrastructure in downtown Juneau. Uh, This is the 2nd Street Pedestrian Tunnel.
0: The tunnel resembles an historic mine shaft. There are timber cross braces shoring up the entrance, but this isn't for mining. It's actually
1: a lot newer. I follow Watt inside. I think the idea at the time was that uh, it would make a nice connection, but when the tunnel was built you can just see that this is maybe eight feet rough finish it's not exactly
0: inviting to the public. The tunnel runs about 350 feet. The other end is barely visible in the inky blackness, or underneath what's known as Telephone Hill. This tunnel is actually a continuation of 2nd Street, which abruptly ends at Main Street, but it follows the street's legal right of way to connect Main to Willoughby Avenue, which is what the original planners had in mind back in the 1970s.
1: They thought it would be interesting and a shortcut to
0: go through there Don Gotchell is an 83-year-old retired civil engineer. He recalled the brainchild of the tunnel was Hugh McCauley, chief engineer at Alaska Electric Light and Power.
1: Hugh McCauley was an old Scotchman that lived over by Cowick Creek by the bridge there, and he had worked for AELMP for many years, maybe 40 years or something. He liked to do things the hard way.
0: McCauley proposed the tunnel in a 1976 letter to the city. It survives in AELMP's files, Eric Erickson, the power company's head of transmission and distribution, fished it out for
2: me. Well, you know, I've heard some rumors uh, floating around, and I was a little curious myself. And so I went back to our uh, files and archives and uh, came across a folder of the tunnel down there in 2nd Street. And what I found was a letter written uh, by Hugh McCauley in March of 1976 was addressed to uh, the city manager at the time. McCauley
0: wrote that the power company planned to bore a tunnel for a high-voltage power line, He proposed making it large enough, 7 by 10 feet, for pedestrians.
2: So he kind of described the project and and some potential benefits, and in that he um, went on to inquire if the city would be interested in in partnering in the project.
0: Macaulay wanted the city to split the estimated $60,000 cost of the tunnel, a detail that Erickson finds amusing.
2: You know, I don't think we probably would even get started boring for $60,000 today. Minutes from a
0: 1976 meeting record naysayers on the assembly
2: balking at the expense
0: they were overruled, and the funding was approved on a 5-3 to three vote. From here, the record gets murkier. It's not clear when exactly the tunnel was open to the public or for how long. But Don Gottschall says it couldn't have been for very long.
1: As I recall, what they did is they opened it up and found out that the rock is so fractured under there that it leaked water and wasn't uh, real attractive for people going through. Uh, it, you had to wear ring gear.
0: The tunnel was quietly sealed. WAGS referred to it then and now as Overstreet's underpass, after Bill Overstreet, the mayor at the time. Juno's current mayor, Ken Kelch, was hired as a high school teacher in the late 1960s by Bill Overstreet, then the school superintendent. Kelch called there were always doubters, and it wasn't surprising when the tunnel was boarded up.
1: It, it was just one of these pipe dreams, and you know, it was like, okay, great, you could put a Overstreet underpass, and yeah, it's going to get a lot of use. And then it, it just faded after that, and we haven't come back to it. But it's always in the memory bank of a lot of people here.
0: Kelton says he'd entertain reopening the tunnel, especially if the city ever decides to build a new city hall over the parking garage next to the 2nd Street entrance.
1: I think it's a great idea. I, I would like to see us uh, actually consider it. But... I think the momentum will come when we start with the new city hall.
0: The tunnel continues to serve AEL&P's purpose. A 69,000-volt power line connects its two downtown substations. It makes the downtown grid more reliable. And 25 years later, the city was finally able to capitalize on its investment. In 2001, a 16-inch water main was installed. City manager Rory Watt says proposals to reopen the tunnel to the public are sometimes floated, but he's skeptical it could ever work.
1: I think there's a a charm to the idea um, that'll never go away, Um, but it's balanced out by the the practicality of of what it actually is.
0: So for now, the Second Street Tunnel, or Overstreet's underpass if you prefer, continues to convey power and water, but not people, through the rock beneath Telephone Hill. In Juneau, I'm Jacob Resnick.